Three long days from I don't know It takes a little more than what you show And that's yesterday Yeah, yesterday Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of Bobby Finn Knows Everyone, part of the Pull Tab Sports family. I'm your host, Bobby Finn. Along with me is my cohort and fellow Millbrookian, Tommy Lord. Hi, hey. Tom. Hi, Hi, Bobby. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And uh, excited to uh, be a Millbrookian with you going forward. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, last weekend, Tom, I wanted to kind of give a little shout out right away. Last weekend, I was at a, a tribute and a, kind of a celebration of life for a guy I went to high school with. His name was Joey Bergdahl. Joey was in a band called Uncle Chunk uh, for many years, and he did uh, played in front of huge crowds and just a really good dude. And uh, passed away a couple months ago. So, celebration of life. Um, a lot of people got together at a place in Maplewood, Minnesota, and uh, it was very sad, but it was uh, you know kind of a touching event. You know, packed house, lots of laughs, lots of stories, lots of tears. Um, but all in all, um, it was a it was a really good event. I mean, his kid, uh, his kid got up on stage and actually sat in place for him in the band, and it was it was really special. Um, so, I just want to give a little shout out to uh, Joey Bergdahl, Uncle Chunk, uh, rest in peace, and uh, touch a lot of people in a positive way. So, yeah, we'll have to keep playing more Uncle Chunk. I did. I saw them in in concert. I think a few times as well. We have a mutual friend between us who introduced me to the band and, and I never got to meet Joey, but sounds like an awesome dude and bummer, yeah. right? Yeah. It's very, sad. very, very sad. But uh, a lot of positive, uh, lots of positive uh, people got, or a lot of positive things came out of that. Positive vibes. Positive vibes. Did you, how'd you know him? Went to high school with him. Uh, he was kind of a, he was a senior when I was a freshman and a hockey player and uh, kind of guy you look up to, uh, I think it's second or third and, City and scoring, so real good player. Big uh, big passion for hockey. Hockey guy. Hockey guy. And you were a hockey guy. I was a hockey guy. I was a hockey guy too, but I don't feel like I was a hockey guy like you were a hockey guy. Mm, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, if anything, I was a hockey guy more with my skates than with my fists, and I know you did some talking with your fists here and there. Well, you had to do what you had to do. <laughs> uh, you watched any of the Wild lately, that game? I mean, especially last night or just the way they're going right now, they just... They're humming along. Last night wasn't the greatest game, but uh, I don't know. I feel like they got a good chemistry, a good team. Yeah, the chemistry is fantastic. I think that's something special this year that they never had before. I mean, I mean, never had before. It seems like their whole team's looking out for each other and kind of playing for each other at uh, having fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, yeah, last night's game was, was intense. Oh, yeah. You know what I liked about last night's game? They didn't play great, but you get uh, – you know, Felino and and mixing it up with I don't know who the guy was. He fought him twice, mm -hmm. but a lot of times those fights are so staged, and you know they kind of square off. And Dumba went and he went at the same time, which you could tell Greenway. was there in Greenway. Yeah. yeah, who did I say? Oh, I said Dumba. Yeah, Greenway and Felino go at the same time, and then later in the game they start mixing it up again, and <laughs> Felino gets. I think they they wrestled to the ground, and. Normally, you know, the code is break it up, walk away, you're done. But Felino like try to get on him and like knee him a couple times, and people are like, "Oh my God, what do you? You can't do that." Right. Which, if you're fighting, like you're fighting, <laughs> you're pissed off. You want to go. Yeah. Which isn't the case anymore. You know, a lot of times now they're just like, "Oh, we fight and then let's shake hands," and you know, it's a classy thing to do. But I kind of like that they're pissed off. Oh. I kind of like that they're like, "Hey, 
you know, we're passionate. We want to play to win. We're, we're here to battle. And sorry if I'm going to knee in the head on my way out after fighting. Right. And, and that's what I mean about the chemistry and about the passion they have for each other. I think that this team will battle for each other and go to war for each other. And they don't care. Yeah. Like, bring it. Let's go. Well, that's why Greenway stepped in, right? Yeah. He was, he was trying to defend because it looked like they kind of cheap-shotted Molino. So, I don't know. See yeah. how that plays off uh, as we move on. I don't think Winnipeg's going anywhere, though, are they? Mm, I think they're a very underachieving team over the last few years. We've had a lot of great players, but uh, I just don't think for some reason the chemistry or the spark is there. But Right. Yeah. I got uh, – did you watch any of that All-Star game this weekend? Speaking oh. of staying on the hockey train – it was just terrible. I mean, it <laughs> was just terrible. The game wasn't terrible, though, right? I mean, no, the three on three is fantastic. Right. I mean, you got to love all the stuff they're doing out there, but the, all the gimmicky bullshit that they had in all the skills competition, it was just terrible. I mean, hockey's one, one sport with the all star game where keep it simple, right? Everybody wants to see who the fastest player is or fastest skater. I mean, we want to see the hardest shot and the most accurate shot to come up with some of this costume crap. Was just terrible. <laughs> when did that whole thing start? You know, was it with the was it with basketball? Was it with like the three the the dunk contests and they start pulling out more and more props and gimmicks and then it moves to the NHL where they're starting to pull out props and gimmicks and started with D Brown, I think, covering <laughs> his eyes on his. <laughs> no, it's uh, it probably was yeah, covering his eyes on his dunk. But yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, it's all star games in general. I mean, what good are they? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think they try to do the thing for the fans where they're, you know, there's the breakaway, like the real breakaway deal where I've heard the players don't want to put any of their moves out there because they don't want the goalies to know what their moves are, their actual moves are. So they're doing stupid stuff that they would never do in a game. And then you've got the breakaway deal where they're actually putting on costumes and the the band thing was the dumbest thing ever. Actually, I think the Kirill thing wasn't the coolest thing either. You know, it was just like I'm gonna pay homage to to Ov, which you know is cool because the guy can't be there. He just got COVID. But did he? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and then and then you get the band comes out for the guy from Vegas, and they start beating the drums, and and then I don't even know if that was like interesting or not. And it then was they horrible. And then he went. You know, he wins because he's. He, it was so good, all right, because he was from Vegas and they brought out the Vegas marching band, which they could have brought out a lot of other things out. I mean, that might have been more interesting if they brought out other Vegas tricks. And Yeah, there's uh, there was a, a scene from the Capitals and Knights uh, Stanley Cup a couple years ago that uh, after they won the Cup, I don't know if you remember this or not, but Ovechkin's going around with the Cup and then all of a sudden the players start looking back and it was some girl... <laughs> yes, I do remember that. So she was great. flashing them on the glass, yeah, right? Great. Oh yeah. They could have brought that would be a true Vegas. That was a Vegas night. Yes. Yeah. That would have been way better. So I don't know. Um I do like the three on three aspect though. And I like how they split into like four teams and then they play and they seem like they want to win. And I don't know. That's I don't No, I, I think that is as far as All Star game goes, that competition side of it is the best. I think they do work hard and they do it. But you get a million bucks. Right. So that's pretty cool. And I think what stole the show, the whole thing, though, was Trevor Zegris. Yeah, Zegris is a stud. How does he do it? I don't right. even, I mean, it's crazy what he does. I almost feel like that was <clears throat> set up. It's not, right? I know it's not, but it felt kind of like it was like, oh, how do, there's no way he could do that. That, that. that was a magic trick. There you go. There's your Vegas bit, right? That <laughs> uh, was a magic trick. You watch his, uh, you can YouTube his, you know, warm ups, and it's, this kid is doing this stuff every day. It's incredible. Yeah. Change the game. So he goes on a breakaway. He's blindfolded. He 
Michigan's the puck. He lacrosse styles the puck. Spins. I think he did some kind of spin and then he, he had one I'm hand. Like, he had one <laughs> hand on the stick and he's still cradling the puck. And he shot it in the corner past the goalie, which, you know, the goalies don't save anything, but that literally he wouldn't have saved it anyway. No, it was, it was incredible for sure. Yeah. So that's, I dig that. Um, maybe they should just get away with, give, give all-star games a break. Maybe they should just get away from the whole thing. Yeah. I think anybody who deserves to get to the all-star nod for any sport should just get it. Get your money, get your, you know, your incentives and be done. Take right. a break. And, the, and, and football is the worst. Oh God, it's pathetic. <laughs> football is the absolute worst because no linemen are going to block anybody. Nobody's actually going to tackle anybody because they don't want to get hurt. So they just like they hike the ball, they stand up. Do they still play a game or do they just do flag football? Or no, they well if you call it a game, it's pretty bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> Did you see the Kirk Cousins thing thrown into the? He was trying to throw it into the holes, yeah. and, and they have like a now they have like a d- defensive back there to like block them, but. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It's crazy to me. It's for the fans, Bobby. It's for you and I and the fans everywhere. Yeah, that's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what else we got? Well, uh, I've talked about the Wild All-Star game. Let's. Uh, what about the Gophers, the amateur side? I love the Gophers. Yeah? I love Big the Gophers. Big fan. I just worry that they're going to lose other players this year. And Well, they're, well they lost LaFontaine to, to the pros. That's he, The kid had to go. I mean, if you, you got do. the opportunity to go to the bigs right away. You do. And you're getting paid and yeah. you get a spot. Yeah. Done deal. Too many injuries. Give it an opportunity for him. The kid had to go. Oh, yeah. But then you got the other guys going to the Olympics. Yeah. But every, every team, I guess, not every team, but all the good teams have a couple guys going to the Olympics. Right. I don't know. I, 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 I love watching those guys play, but I hope they can hang on. I would think, I don't know. They're going to be back in a couple of weeks, right? Are they? I, yeah, I guess you're well, right. Who knows? With quarantine and everything else. Geez. God, that would suck. Yeah. Because they're, they're really good. They're looking good. With, but I kind of expected them to be better this year. Like, like I'm a big go for Rube, right? And I kind of thought they were going to be top three. But that maybe that's just me, like, looking at the team last year. They were really good. Then they brought all their players back. And they, got, they added some big boys. That Matthew Nice, dude. Ooh, he's good. Yeah, he's they got star. They have some stars. Absolutely. I think he's better than that Gentry kid. Oh, really? Yeah. That Gentry kid's good. What's his name again? Uh, Lucius. Lucius. He's yeah. good. Yeah. I mean, for, I mean, I'd take, <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would give my kid all that talent in the world. But that nice kid is, he's just like big and beastly and can score. He's going to, he's going to be awesome in the, in the Olympics. And I guess that's the one thing I am looking forward to, even though I'm bummed the Gophers aren't going to be. Um, as good as there should be for the next two weeks, but the with the lack of, uh, you know, with the um, you get the you get the sorry, now I'm missing it. Let me back up. <laughs> you got the World Juniors got canceled, mm-hmm. and now you've got all those players though now playing in the Olympics. It's kind of like the watered world. down. No, but it's like the World Juniors on crack. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's not it's not going to be quite the Olympics. It's not the All Star Game of all the players. But it is going to be like, all right, take what the World Juniors was. Now bring in some, you know, a little bit older players, talented players, and they're going to be – should be really fun to watch. I don't know anybody on the any of the other teams, Russia or – Yager, is he on one of the teams? <laughs> he should be too. How sweet would that be? Jeez, a big butt. Well, he, he retired last year, right? I don't – did he? He could play. Jeez, he might be playing in Europe somewhere still. Yeah, he could play. Um, who's the gopher that's coming back? Um, Aaron Ness, who, like, I think he played for the Gophers a few years ago, maybe a lot of eight years ago. 
All of a sudden, he's on a roster for the for the Olympics. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's very sweet. That, that he's related to the Nesses with the skating instructor, right? I would guess. Yeah, I, I never put two and two together, yeah. but I would guess he's a great skater. So I only imagine that's that's who it is. Do you ever skate with Ness? I did not, but <laughs> funny story. I got my daughter, brought her to uh, kind of learn how to skate. Yeah, and she. This was when she was eight years old, maybe even younger. And then all these other kids were learning how to play hockey, but she had learned how to skate. So she's with these kids that couldn't even skate. It was pretty funny. She's, right. I'm, she's probably still mad at me about it. <laughs> but she's a great skater. So well, maybe did, that's why she's so they good. Did, they did something right. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something else, but sounds good. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So the, speaking of the girls' hockey, it's uh, eight golfers on that USA team. Two that's current and six uh, six former golfers. Pretty cool. So where are those six former golfers playing now? They play in like the Whitecaps League. I don't. Yeah. I'm sure they do. Yeah. I mean, they have to keep playing in order to keep up on this USA team. So I'm sure they're still playing in that Whitecaps League. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But who's the girl who just got hurt? Decker, Brianna yeah, Decker. Brianna Decker. Yeah, she's done. Right? She's. I think she hurt her knee or hurt her leg pretty bad. So mm-hmm. she's probably out. How's right. the uh, golf's female squad this year solid solid i think they're probably seven or something like that in the in the rankings but there's uh minnesota has so many good teams I yeah mean, there's so many good players in high school hockey right now to get to the college the college side but yeah it's pretty fun to watch well bobby finn knows everybody you know uh the coach of the golfs right yeah him and i uh coached uh, our boys hockey team back in squirts down in cottage grove is he a Cottage Grove guy? He lives there, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, he's a Canadian guy, but he is in, lives in Cottage Grove. So you're saying great people come out of Cottage Grove? Great people at one point <laughs> have lived there. <laughs> <laughs> Me included, yep. for those who don't know. Right. That's good. Yeah. Um, what else do we know about? Uh, so the Goves, we've got uh, La Fontaine gone. Female squad's looking good. I'm, I'm surprised they're not like one and two with, with uh, Wisconsin and up there a little bit more but you're saying they're maybe yeah, a little, they're down a little bit this year you're saying you're not a big fan of the golfers no <laughs> there's a lot of good competition there's a lot of good programs and more d1 schools are getting added all the time so the girls uh girls side of hockey is growing significantly right gotcha yeah tracking how about um so you know the gophers coach what's your connection back to uh gopher men's you got you know the uh were you a Woo? Were you a Woo guy? Were you a uh, funny story about Woo? Herb Brookser. I mean, no, you're an East Sider. You know Herbie yeah. Brooks. Yeah, I I didn't meet Herb ever. No. Okay. Everybody's seen Miracle a million times, but funny story about Woo. Uh, his assistant asked me to coach a weekend, throw together All Star team or whatever. So I ended up doing it, and we got our ass kicked right by everybody. <laughs> and Woo comes up to me at or at uh, Joe Sensors in Bloomington and says. Why would you do something like this? You're pretty much a terrible coach. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't want to do this. I mean, crazy, but it was funny. He ripped on me right to my he face. He ripped on your coaching. Right to my face. Wow. I remember one of the first times I met you, I asked you to help coach. I was like, hey, grab stuff. I need help with this team. Did we lose? It was just practice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the next game, though, we definitely lost. We got killed because we were not prepared. We weren't prepared. I'm joking. No. Um. I actually, so Brooks, I'll tell you my Brooks story. So I was working, I am working in advertising, but one of my first jobs was working at this agency and 
our account person I used to work for, she left. They replaced her with this other woman. And she comes in and she's really nice. And we were, you know, talking and hanging out for the longest time, you know, just months of working together. And she said, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. My boyfriend is uh, this guy. And he, uh, you know, it's, he's, a, he's a hockey player and we're kind of a hockey family anyway. So he'll fit right in and da, da, da. She's like, oh, yeah, my dad coached hockey. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, whose dad doesn't coach hockey when you live in Minnesota? You and I coach hockey. And uh, I was like, oh, she's like, yeah, he's kind of, you know, he's he's been He's coached a lot of different teams. I was like, oh, yeah, who's your dad? She's like, oh, Herb. And I was like, Herb. I mean, this is too, like, late 90s. So I was like, oh, yeah, Herb. I don't know who's Herb. And I, like, I was like, I didn't want to like embarrass her. I don't know who it is, but and she just walks away. And I looked at her nameplate, and it was Kelly Brooks. And it was like, oh my god, that's her Brooks' daughter. I've been working with her for months, and I had no idea. And but this is before the movie. This is before like, I mean, there's always steam about the '80s Olympic team, but you know, before the you know, when before the movie comes out, you just it was you know, just oh yeah, great team, whatever. But. I was just like, felt so stupid the rest of the time I worked there. I was like, I don't know who you are. And I never made mention of your dad, but maybe that's how celebs like to live, yeah, you know, right. Un under the radar. Yeah. Speaking so, of the Olympics, Tommy, what do you think of the Olympics so far? You know, I didn't think I was going to get into the Winter Olympics, but it's actually pretty good. You know, there's, there's a lot of drama. There's a lot of stars. Um, I'm finding myself more and more like flipping back and forth to like checking out the Olympics. Um, you know, so far it's just the, the you know, the jumps and the, and the, uh, the figure skaters, which is awesome. The jump, oh, I want to talk about one thing with the, with the jumps. So the, the big ski jump thing. Yeah. Man-made built thing right next to the nuclear reactors. <laughs> like, what geez. is the nuclear reactor? Like, really? You want to show how you got nukes or what? <laughs> Come on. Do you think they're trying to impose their will on right. the U.S. and everybody? Like, you mess with us. We will set, we will fire these things up. Yeah, I'd hate to be Japan right now. It, like, when I was first watching, you know, they'd go over the jump and you see, like, the wide shot. And you're like, oh, wow, that's, like, a cool backdrop. The logo's right there. And it's just, like, they're so high up. It looks really cool. But then you're like, is that a nuclear reactor? <laughs> what is that thing? But I guess it's an old like wheat plant or a farming plant. That's is that what they what call they it now? Yeah. Yeah. Code. <laughs> we do not have weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of cool, right? Yeah. yeah. It's very cool. Freaking huge <laughs> jump building made in downtown Beijing. Oh, but how yeah. about the, uh, how big those, um, those, how high up they are and how like. It's incredible. I, I would just die. I yeah. would S my P's for sure. I would not. <laughs> stand up there i would not look down i would even just like i mean it reminds me of a, the documentary i just watched about the alpinist or the yeah it's called the alpinist where he's you know free soloing and no ropes he's just climbing and it's like i would rather die i would rather die than be on top of that ski jump i don't and they go down backwards and they just sit on the side and it's insane yeah, speaking of that that girl from the u.s mom's chinese dad's american she somewhat defected to china yeah and she's the figure skater right no she was the the ski jumper oh she's the ski jumper yeah she was uh she ended up getting a like a great score and so she had to she was the gold was coming her way but the last skier had to try some crazy shit that it, she probably wasn't gonna make and she didn't make it so she's the one who fell probably 20 feet to right on her back it was crazy i was like poor kid so she so there's 
So there's her, and then is then there's the figure skater that defected too, and that's getting all that shit on social media in China. Yeah, I don't even get it because she fell twice. Now you're now you go back to America. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. I don't like that's. Uh, I, I there's not. I don't think there's anything wrong with like. Okay, well, you know, I feel like I'm Chinese. My parents are Chinese, or maybe my mom or dad is Chinese, and I feel like I want to like, you know, compete for this country. You know, and. Then she gets over there and she kind of like doesn't do so well and people are ready to freaking end her. Yeah. Hopefully I'm, she gets out of China. Christ. I'm even surprised that, you know, she's getting blasted on social media, right? I'm even surprised that people can blast someone on social media like her. I over think, in China? Yeah, yeah, right. Like, wouldn't you think everything was shut down? Like, you can't really say what you want to say. And in fact, before you said that, I was like, is there even social media in China? Like, I know there's TikTok. But is there, there's a Twitter, there's a Facebook. I would, I don't know. You'd think all that shit would get just shut down and say, nope. Yeah. I think if she would have won the gold and they blasted her, that'd probably been uh, a no-no and went to went out. But since she failed miserably, they'd get rid of her. Right. Now, how about the, so we were talking, there's a, there's the girl who got, I don't know. She was just like. I don't know if she was molested by somebody or she was. Uh, oh, the tennis player. The tennis player. That's yeah. it. Right. The she had uh, sexual allegations and then disappears for like three months and now comes back and says nothing. Nothing ever happened. Right. Sure, her family's not around anymore. So, so did she defect? No, she just disappeared in China. Okay. Wow. Like, yeah, we all know what happened there. Oh my God. So she made allegations. Mm -hmm. They found her and said, no, no, none of this happened. You're, there's no such thing that happened over here. <laughs> and then now she's just like, okay, sounds good. Uh, everything's good. Yeah. God, too bad Penn State didn't operate that like that. They probably would have been, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they would have been back earlier. <laughs> Dang, that's awful. Yeah. Uh, what else do you think with the, uh, the Olympics? What else are you watching? Well, that figure skater, the male figure skater, was it Chang? Yeah, Nathan Chen. Yeah, Chen. He's got uh, both parents are Chinese, right? God, I mean, just think if China would have kept all those people, they would just freaking roll. Yeah, well, good thing we're the melting pot of the world, we're right? The melting pot. Yeah. That's kind of cool, though, right? A lot of people from a lot of different areas, different diversity, different religion, different everything, playing sports for America. That's yeah, that's great. And, and like I said before, on the other thing is like if you feel like you want to go and compete for the other country, then you go and compete for the other country. But like, look at how many different diversities we have with people competing for the U.S. Nathan Chen, and I mean, it's like that's outstanding. What is like, and I heard this one one time, and I can't you know claim it for my own, but like, you don't get that in other countries, and you probably get that in some, I should say, but you don't get that like China, like they're all Chinese, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like really nobody else is gonna like come in there, and you didn't you know, move there when you were a kid, or you didn't like grow up playing and working out and now you've you know you just like feel like you've assimilated and you're going to be a part of that you just like america you get that you know or dennis rodman's playing for the north korean basketball he team should he should <laughs> that would be great i'd be happy to have him <laughs> right yeah so i don't know that's always something that i always like think about is like i don't know like japan they all are japanese in china they all are chinese and the U.S., you got all sorts of different people, which I think is still like this makes me like a proud American of this melting pot of we bring in people. And and somehow we, to the most part, we coexist, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously, in everywhere, shit happens. But at the same time, it's pretty cool. Yeah, hopefully. You know, more times than not, I think we coexist. But 
uh, you know, it was every so often you get this, oh, yeah, whatever, it's bad. Um, uh, yeah, so, uh, okay, let's see. I want to jump over to to talk about another thing that's coming up. What a great time it is to be a sports fan. Super Bowl, Sunday. Big day. You hyped? You got a team? You know, I'm I, kind of rooting for the Bengals, but I just don't know how they can beat the Rams. I think the Rams' defense is just so good, so I'd have to go with the Rams. Right. What do you think? Icky Shuffle is coming the back. Icky Shuffle. He was on the sidelines at the last game. Dude, of course was he so was. Great. Can you name – okay, name – you could probably do this because you're a massive sports fan. I am. Actually, I am too, but name – Couple more Bengals. Can you name five? Could you name five Bengals? Yeah, Ken Anderson, Boomer Esiason. Ken Anderson. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? The Collinsworth. Yep, that's that was the one I was going to go with. Um, well, I, I forgot he, about Boomer. James Brooks. James Brooks. Yeah. Okay, name one within the last five years that's not Joe Burrow or uh, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase, right? Uh, Joe Mixon. Name one that was not on the team five years ago. Uh, Not on the team five mm-hmm. years ago? Yeah. I couldn't do it. Jeez. No. But that's why I think it's cool. That's why I think it's cool that they're in the in the bowl, right? Yeah, Can we say Super Bowl on the shore or are we going to get sued? Um, I don't know. We'll you, take our chances, I think. You have trademark uh, yeah, approval. Super Bowl. <laughs> There's a hyphen under there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, you know, it's going to be fun. Um, I'm kind of pulling for the – I don't know. I'm kind of pulling for Stafford. Yeah. You know, how shitty would you feel if you're Jared Goff? Oh, my God. You know, it's like you are the problem. We never made the Super Bowl, obviously, because look at us now. It's incredible. Yeah. It's feel terrible for him for sure. But I think most quarterbacks that would have went to the Rams with that team. Yeah. Would have dominated. And they bulked up. You know, they still have like, you know, they brought in. Other players too. They brought in Odell, Von Miller. And Von Miller, and it's I mean they're superstars, and that's kind of a obviously McVeigh's must be doing something well because to get all those personalities to to mesh, right, um, is a hard thing. Well, winning cures everything. Yes, it does. Right. Yeah. How do you feel about um, Vikings and their? They got their the offensive coordinator right. They got the, the, head, Rams. the head coach, the Rams, the Rams coach. They got so, the Rams offensive coordinator. Yeah. So he's the head coach now. Right. For the yeah, Vikes. Yep. So are you thinking like, all right, this guy is a coach or does he just have the tools at his, he has the tools at his disposal. That's why they were so good. I don't know. That always kind of makes me nervous. That's a tough one because McVeigh seems to be the the genius, right? Mm-hmm. And he, everything, he, he knew what was going on. Shit, he knew shit two or three years ago in the 10th play of a game. Has got a photographic memory, so I don't know how much you can put into an offensive coordinator when the other guy is calling everything, right. and you have those tools. Right, for sure. I don't. I don't know either. I'm kind of. Um, I'm optimistic. You know, it's, it's going to be good. I like Quissy. Quissy. He looks. Quissy. He sounds sweet. No, it sounds like he knows what he's doing. He's got a good personality. I like that he's humble. He says good stuff. Is yeah. I was really happy and sur- not surprised, but to hear his. Uh, his acceptance or when he first got here and he was talking about his mom. Yeah. And how, I mean, he teared up and it was pretty cool. And that just makes me really like the guy even more. Right. So that was cool. Yeah. Super cool. Super smart. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think about the halftime show? Oh, it's going to be lit. You like it? Yeah. Just me saying lit. Does it make me sound like (laughs) I'm like down with Dre and Snoop? It's going to be, I'm really like, I think it's the halftime show I've maybe looked forward to the most. 
Yeah, I think it'll be pretty entertaining for sure. I mean, oh, yeah. even though I think Snoop sold out when he's doing stuff with Martha Stewart, <laughs> but he's still pretty freaking Corona, cool. Corona on the oh, beach. Geez. But the thing is, he's still doing stuff with Martha Stewart, but he's like making her smoke pot with him. You know, like he's like, hey, you're going to come down to my level. Bringing her over. <laughs> like I said, bending her over. Bringing her over. Bringing her over. Bringing her over. He might be. Maybe. Yeah. You know, he might be hitting it. I don't know. Maybe. He's got a wife. He's. He's like a married man, right? He's got kids playing sports and I don't know. I think yeah, I think he's got kids in sports, but I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if it matters for some, a, somebody coming from New Jack City or wherever. He's got a hall pass, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's gonna be sweet. I mean, you, that's a what I do like about it too is they're not like meshing 14 genres together and like uh, maybe they will. Maybe that's like the big secret. They're going to bring out Garth Brooks halfway through and they're going to do like a rap, <laughs> a rap country song. Hopefully not, but good. I, you know, being a kid of the, of the eighties, nineties, I mean, Dre and Snoop and Eminem, I even Mary J. Blige. I mean, I was down with that. Okay. I'm like a kind of a new Jack swing kind of hip hop fan. I don't mm -hmm. know if you're familiar with that term because I'm a white guy from Cottage Grove, but that is, That's I dig real. that. That's real Kendrick real. Lamar, I don't know. My kids will be down with Kendrick Lamar, but I mean, I don't know. Maybe not so much. How about the, um, how about the gambling side of things? How about the spread and the coin toss and the, you know, who's going to kick the longest field goal you got and you got some, some wagers you're going to jump in on? I don't have anything yet, but um, <clears throat> I, 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 like I said, I think uh, think the Rams are going to win, but I do this thing called a teaser. Okay. So you get to move the spread six points on two different bets. So I can get the Bengals plus 10 and a half points, and then I can move the over-under down to 42. So that's making it look a lot better for me. So that's that's what I'm leaning towards. So there are different categories you can move that number on? Yeah. Okay. You could take, literally, you could take the Rams and the Bengals and move the spread six points in that favor. What's the spread? It is four and a half. So the Rams by four and a half and then okay. over under is 48. All right. All right. Uh, okay. I, yeah, you know, I'm not, I'd rather like go buy a shirt than lose $30 on, <laughs> on the Super Bowl. That's, that's kind of how my cheap ass works, but yeah. I, I'm definitely buying a board, definitely get some numbers going. Sports is always better when you're gambling on it, but like there's so many things, you, like all these prop bets you can put money on. Oh, my gosh. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, speaking of gambling, you know, we used to have to go to Vegas to gamble, right? Right. Now you go to, you know, Diamond Joe's down in Iowa, and now Turtle Lake, they're putting one in, a sports book. Should be done in a month. What? Yeah. March Madness over there. See, I'm not a big Vegas guy, but I would, I would sit at a sports book all day. Yeah. That and sounds awesome. We know a friend that has a cabin on a lake right by Turtle Lake. Dangerous. Dangerous. <laughs> so did you already like call it for like March Madness and, and, uh, trying to figure it out. Yeah. It'd be fun. I just go to overnight there some night where there's 10 games going on and just throw a quarter on each one. Oh yeah. Be right. Fun. Do you do that a lot in Vegas? Is that your jam? You were at that big pool, weren't you? With like all the, all the TVs and up at on the Circa. rooftop. Yeah. That was incredible. Circa. Brand new, brand new place. It was pretty, yeah, it was pretty fun. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for the invite, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> we'll do this show in Circa next time. They do have a booth there right at the sports book. It's pretty cool. What's your craziest gambling story? Well, it's funny. <clears throat> I, bet, I bet you have a few. Like probably bookies coming after you or like people trying to like 
I don't know. You name it, like steal your money or what do you got? Well, the funny with Vegas, let's just start at Vegas. <laughs> when I was 21, I was out there for a softball tournament. And oh, yeah, I, you know, I didn't have much money to me in my life back then. So I had $600 when I went out there and that's nothing in Vegas. So with about two and a half days to go, we're getting ready to leave for a softball game at eight in the morning. And I had $10 left, $10 for two and a half days in Vegas. <laughs> and your buddies are all like, I'm not carrying you right. anymore. You're done. Yeah. yeah. Okay. My mom's going to receive a call here soon. And right. yeah, but so we're getting ready to leave and I throw $1 in a Kino machine and I hit, well, I put three, 13, 12, oh no, three, 13, 23, 33, 12 and 14. It's in the form of the cross. And I look up and I'm like, can I get some help down here? I had all six numbers for $1,600 on $1. It was nuts. The thing was going off. We were late for a softball game then, It was just, but it was hilarious. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Uh, felt like Pac-Man Jones after that. <laughs> so <laughs> you put a dollar down, and how many numbers would would you normally hit on? I've never played Keno. I don't know. Well, I think you only bet usually a couple, two, three, four, because the odds are more in your favor. Six. I mean, 1,600 to one. Yeah. So I hit it. <laughs> it's so funny. That's fantastic. Yeah, it was crazy. I'll never forget that. Well done. Yeah, well done, it buddy. Was, it was fun. But uh, no, I wanna, it was great. Great first time. Yeah. Glad you're a part of it. Thanks for having me. I had a good time chatting, shooting the shooting the shit with you, talking sports, kicking back. You're going to have me again. You're, this is open for you anytime you want to come. But Are you sure? Yeah. Like I call out your gambling stories and I don't know, just trying to, trying to be nice. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, it sells, right? It sells. Right. But no, we just want to thank everybody for listening. And uh, like I always say, be good. Don't be a dick. That's